What's up golfers? Welcome back to another episode of a new nine golf podcast. We got our buddy Mike Commodore back on. He's uh, currently in Arizona. He escaped the COVID in uh, Alberta where we are, but he's uh, willing to give us his master's pick since he's betting a thousand. So if you saw our last master's pick video, Mike picked Dustin Johnson twin and there you go. He won a whole bunch of money, which he gets into in the podcast. So thanks again for following us. Hit subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube portion. And I hope you enjoy this podcast with Mike Commodore. Hey, thanks for hopping on. It's uh, we had you on last year, or I guess it was in November to do the first yeah. Masters, the 2020 that got postponed, and we're happy to get you on again to give us your Masters sure. picks for uh, for this week. So obviously we got a couple of days sure. to spare. It's only uh, Tuesday. We'll release tomorrow, which is Wednesday, and then Thursday is the uh, the starting round. Obviously, so I imagine you know the TV's on in the background. I've been wa- watching Masters coverage the last uh, couple of days here. Yeah, yeah, I have this package here, like that comes with the condo direct TV. So the only thing that sucks, it's awesome because I don't get a bill. And so I'm not here all the time. So I don't have to worry about it. The only thing that kind of sucks is that there's no golf channel. So the only time I can get golf channel is when it's on the HD sports mix. But then for the big events, like the masters, the U S open, like NCAA basketball and and stuff like that, they do this direct TV has like everything. It's got like its own like masters channel. So it does wow. all the featured groups. And so until then I'm kind of screwed, but so I have it on like, I don't know if you can really see, there's like six little screens in the one there. The okay. Bottom right is golf channel right now. So basically I'm just kind of listening. Oh, I got you. Fair yeah, enough. I've been watching a lot. Yeah. Trying I, to win some money. I pulled the trigger this year on getting the uh, golf TV. So I think it's like 20 bucks a month and you get the pre pre TV coverage access. Oh, so you can watch. I've never uh, heard of that. I'm going to write that down. Golf yeah. TV. Yeah. Just do it online or whatever. Yeah. It's like, there's an app on your phone. I think it's yeah, 20 bucks a month, but for any golf yeah. tournament, cause I love watching the pre-coverage stuff. Cause by the time you get to the cable stuff, it's showing one or two feature groups. You don't get to see a lot of guys in the mix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, this yeah. shows you six or seven different uh, guys from the cool. first team. And then you get to hear the the chatter in between the two of them. And it's yeah. For golf nuts like you and I, it's worth the 20 bucks, I think. Perfect. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. So you mentioned winning some money. Are you in a whole bunch of pools again, or do you got any straight up bets? What are you thinking to cash in here? Uh, well, I'm going to do it. I, I cleaned up last year at, uh, at Earl Grey. Okay. I cleaned up. So I'm doing, yeah. So at Earl Grey there, they did uh, like auctioned off teams. And uh, so anyways, I bought three, there's 12 teams. I don't know. Did I tell you about that? No. So there's 12 teams. Basically there was a dinner or whatever, uh, socially distanced. And, uh, there's five guys on each team. So it's basically like team one. They basically kind of go off the odds and world ranking sort of. So like the first guy in team one is DJ. Team two, the first guy is DeChambeau. And then on down the list, 12 teams, then back the other way, kind of snaking it out. Yep. So you need, it's your three best scores need to count. You have to have three guys make the cut. So like last year I had DJ's group. I had a couple others too, but I had DJ's group. So I had DJ. But it was like dicey because who was it? Two of the guys were out. So my other two were Scheffler and uh, Lowry. And they were kind of dicey. They ended up finishing well. But they weren't like guaranteed to make the cut. So like I easily <clears throat> could have had DJ and not not qualify because they didn't have three golfers. So I'm doing that. And then I'm doing like some pool out of Calgary, Black Wolf Golf or something. Okay, yeah. Categories. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I got some picks. I got some info from Joe. Oh, Joe's not there this year, but I was going to ask uh, you. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky nope. missed out. Yeah, not good. Not good. 
what do you Hopefully know? Hopefully he turns it around here. No kidding. Like, he's changing his putter and stuff, too? Is uh, Are you getting any inside what's going on with him? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just he kind of got lost a little bit. And then, yeah, not. I mean, I asked Joe. I don't, I don't press or anything like that. But I think it's just kind of – I think more than anything else, I don't think he's ever really – Ricky Fowler, like all those guys out there, but he's one of the, you know, t- higher-end guys as far as, like, just straight-up talent goes. And just from the outside looking in, if I had to guess, I would say that, uh, you know, he's never gone through anything like this before. I think golf's been pretty, you know, pretty not easy, but you know what I mean? Like it just kind of, I'm really good at it and it just kind of happens. Right. And so I think he's kind of struggling with that a little bit. I think he'll be fine, but he's just got to get through it. Okay. Well, last year you picked DJ. You call this your bat in a thousand. Uh, looking at uh, the ranks this year, are you, are you predicting a repeat or what are we thinking? Oh man. So I called Joe. I'm like Joe Scovern for everybody who doesn't know Ricky's caddy. Uh, he says, throw the fall results out. It's a different course. Like Colt Nost has worked in there for CBC or CBS, CBS, not CBC, CBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I asked him, I go, what's the main difference? He, he messaged me this morning. He goes way faster and firmer greens. He said the greens are a little bit Brown already. I'm sure that's a few blades of grass. It's not going to be green Brown on TV. Courts will be much more difficult. It's going to rain Saturday and Sunday, or it might. Possibility of showers, so that might help the scores a bit. So he thinks the winning score is going to be minus 12 to minus 14. I want to pick DJ again. I do. I think he can easily win, but I don't like doing the same thing two years in a row. And I don't know. I don't want to do this either, but I can't get off of it. Uh for some reason, Bryson DeChambeau. I don't even like the guy. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get off him. I don't like him, but I respect what he's doing. But I don't like him, but I keep coming back to Bryson. I just think, like, he talked like an idiot before the November tournament. Like, this is a par 67 for me. You know, he was taking quads and triples, lost his ball. Like, I mean, he, he had some bad luck, too. And even with, uh, I mean, I think he took a quad. He definitely took at least one triple. Even with all those, he made the cut and finished like whatever he finished. He was like two or three under or whatever, like, I don't know, 30th or 40th or something like that. So as much as I don't want to do it, if I got to pick one guy, I'm I'm picking him. Okay. Well, that's good for the listeners tonight. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It hurts me. It hurts me. You cashed in big time. So if I was going to fade anyone, I'd be uh, following your bets. That's for sure. Yeah. Here's some guys who actually know what they're talking about. I asked them too. So for the listeners that like want to take it from somebody who's actually been there and not some jackass who just watches it on TV, Joe Scobrin's picks. I asked him, I said, give me some picks, like favorites, whatever. So he goes, okay. He goes for favorites. Joe likes Spieth or Thomas to win. These are all to win. For mid-range guys, he likes Paul Casey and Daniel Berger. Mm. And for long shots, he likes Jason Day and our boy Corey Connors. Mm, little Canadian. I could see him. For how good he strikes the ball, he's up there. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's been getting a lot of love on Golf Channel today, too. He was like a couple of, like, Aaron Oberholzer, I think. That's the guy on there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think yep. so. He had him. He's, yeah, his, his name's coming up, so that's awesome for Canada. Joe also kind of threw one in. He goes, this is kind of not really a sort of a longer shot or whatever, but he also, I don't know, maybe he can win this year. I, I guess that would be amazing on a lot of levels, but Joe also kind of likes Lee Westwood. 
it would be the, you know, the feather in the cap of the year that he's having, you know, for him to have had some yeah. battles. Who, who has he, who has he just, was it Bryson that he went head to head with two weeks in a row? Yeah, I think it was. He yeah, was in the final group, sense. I yeah. think, back to back weeks. And I think Bryson won. I can't, was it the bear trap? Yeah. I think it was the bear trap that he ended up losing. And then he did win. Yeah. At, at the Honda. Yeah. At the Honda. Yeah. It was in that Florida Mix. Like I've, I, yeah, I haven't seen Lee Westwood swing a golf club. It seems like for like a couple of years. And then the last month it's like every other shot is Lee Westwood. Oh yeah. So who knows? You never he, know. That'd be he, awesome. I mean, I guess if I had to pick one guy to win the thing other than maybe Corey Connors, cause he's Canadian or, or Mackenzie Hughes. Yeah. I mean, Lee Westwood would be a good story. Dude's 48 years old. He's been like, what top five in this tournament. Like, Oh yeah. I don't even know how many times. And totally. At least. Yeah. I would love so, to see him. And he doesn't have a major. Someone we haven't talked about yet is Rory. So no, so Joe's not uh, on the Rory train. I was, I saw not a stat, Rory train. Saw a stat today on Golf Channel. Let me pull it up here. It's talking about uh, the best cumulative score to par since 2015. So leading it is DJ. Yeah. DJ's 49 under since 2015. Next up is Rory. Rory's yeah. 39 under. So there's still a 10, 10 shot difference between. DJ and Rory. That's a big difference. And you know, yeah. Rory still doesn't have the green jacket. So it would it would be yeah. nice, I think, for Rory to, you know, at least end his career having a green jacket. But his putting, it sounds like the super fast greens. I don't know if his putting is going to keep up. Yeah, a couple, yeah, that kind of worries. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love Rory McElroy. I'd love to see him win it. He's one of my like when he comes up for an interview on TV, like I turn it up because I'm like, man, this guy, he's honest. He's well-spoken. He like says how he feels. Sometimes it's not popular, but what, whatever. I, mean, I respect that. And obviously he's a sick golfer. The only, the putting a little bit. And then the only thing that kind of bothers me, cause I don't think he's played since is at the players there. He kind of blew up a little bit. Mm. And I think it was the, the last time he had, he played in a tournament, I think two weeks ago. Yeah. And the only kind of, and he was honest, this is part of why I like him, but his post round interview, he was, he basically, well, not basically, he did admit that, what Bryson DeChambeau has done with as far as distance and swing and all this stuff that that actually has affected Rory. And he tried to get some more yardage and he thinks it messed up his swing a little bit, which is crazy when you think about it, because it's like, we're not talking about like Brian Gay here. I mean, this is, (laughs) this is Rory McIlroy. Like this guy's top five in distance on tour, like every year. So it's not like he's a slouch. So it just kind of, I mean, that left an impression on Rory, obviously, so that's the, I mean, I'd love to see Rory win too, but yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see kind of a real good one out of him with this, the, the swing thing kind of threw me off. I'm like, man, that ain't good if your swing isn't kind of exactly how you want it. So hopefully he's fine. I'm sure he's been practicing a lot. It's crazy. All these Rom guys too. Yeah. Well, now that he's a dad, right. So he doesn't have to worry about his kid being born that he has that weight off of his shoulders. And I bet you he's just I, so happy to be there that he'll give, you know, he'll care less and just be yeah. so thrilled to be there that I could see Rom going low. Yeah. I, I mean, I, he's unbelievable. I, I'd like him too in the group. He's in a group here at the Earl Grey thing. Rom, Simpson, Neiman, Kucher, and Woodland. I like Rom. I had the chance to play golf with John Rom in December, right before he went to Hawaii. Okay. I was his partner, actually. I literally – I had one birdie. Actually, like a gross birdie. I, I literally, I, I don't even know why I brought my clubs, to be honest. <laughs> And I mean, this guy was, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to play with a lot of really good golfers down here. I'll tell you what, that guy is really, really good. So, but it's just for him, I'm just kind of, I've never had a kid, so I can't speak, 
but I don't know. I'm assuming he's had a lot going on. I see your side of it. Like he's just pumped to get out and let's go play and kind of, Hey, I got a kid. This is just golf. And I, hopefully that's how it is. But I could also see like, he's showing up late. Like I think he gets in there tonight. So it's not going to be his regular routine. Who knows how much sleep he's had. If Mm. if that even matters, maybe it doesn't. So I don't know. I'm going to go the other way for this one. Uh, But yeah, I mean, John Rom could easily win the thing too. You know what? Rory says something so hilarious. Oh, Rory said something so funny in his interview today. He was saying that uh, when he had his first kid, I think Rory only has one child. I'm not sure. Rory says, uh, I think so. Yeah. He says, well, you know, after I had my first kid, I shot a 64. So there's something for John Rom to shoot for. <laughs> well, that'd, be a, that'd be a good start. Low key humble brag. Yeah. yeah if sure. Rom could come up with a 62, yeah. I'm interested playing with Rom, like what makes him being, you know, one of the elite golfers in the world, what makes his game different than say like a plus one or two cap that you might play with at Earl Grey? Well, I think right off the hop, like um, with him, I mean, like a, let's say like a really good golfer at, uh, at, at Whisper Rock or whatever, plus two, let's say, yeah, the guy can hit it and everything like that. Don't get me wrong. Guy probably pounds it. Uh, I would say, well, the first difference between those two would be, I mean, John, you know, your plus one, plus two golfers lights out at Whisper Rock at his home course, but can he just fly across the country and do it at Florida, in Florida, in front of TV cameras? Probably not. But taking all like that, the mental, more professional thing out of it, and just straight golf game, I mean, from what I saw from Rom, I mean, he hammers it off the tee. He moves it both ways. He flights his, all of his shots. I'm like, you know, I, I didn't, I shut my mouth for the first little while. I'm, I was just happy to be there. And then after, you know, a few holes, I'm like, man, I think this dude's flight in his woods. And I know those guys can do it, but it was like on command, turning it both ways. A couple shots that he missed, like, you know, and a plus one or two will do this once in a while, but not like basically every time. Like he left himself, like, like I said, he was basically playing by himself against three guys. Cause I was there, but not really. And, you know, he left himself in a couple of tough spots, uh, like to get up and down and like a couple of them, I'm like, there's no way. Like, I know this guy's not at the time. I think he was number two in the world. I'm like, I know this guy's unbelievable, but no way. And I mean, he just makes it look so easy. Putting's, I would say probably at the end of the day, if you had to pick one thing, I'd probably say putting. Wow. Chipping and putting. It would be the difference. In my opinion, from what I've seen playing with really good golfers and playing with guys like that. Uh, plus one, plus two, like, yes, they are good chippers and putters. Yes, compared to your average golfer, they're very, very good. But to get to that level, like, you got to be, uh, like, unbelievable. Like, wow. the, the ball is scaring the hole every time you roll it if it doesn't go in. And you're getting you're getting a lot of balls up and down. Was it a tournament when, that you're playing? On the pl- odd time you missed the green. Was it a tournament you were no, playing with no, him, or it was it just like a fun just- round at Whisper Rock? Yeah, no, it was just, it was a fun round. It was, uh, there was five of us. So we wheeled. So we did two man best ball. They put the best golfer with the worst golfer in the group. So John was the best. I was the worst. So we were partners and we wheeled. So we had matches, two man best ball matches going on against, uh, Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz, the subpar guys. Yeah, Yeah. They were partners. Colt Nost and Johnny Manziel were partners. And then Drew, and Johnny Manziel were partners. So we had matches against all three. Wow. Was that a content piece? Johnny Manziel was pretty good fun? too. Well, he's launching no, his I own clothing and... brand. Is he? Yeah, it's uh, Cactus Hack. So there's another guy out uh, out your way, DJ Lance. Do you know that name? Okay. 
So DJ no. Lance, he's, he, he works for uh, like golf.com and he works with Miura. And so he's got a lot of affiliation with that group of companies, but he and Johnny Manziel kind of partnered up to start this cactus hack uh, clothing brand. So uh, maybe okay. I'll see something down there in Phoenix. Anyway. Yeah. We had DJ Lance on the he podcast. Golf. Oh yeah. Golf. Nut. Oh, cool. What do you think his handicap yeah, is? Yeah, he loves, uh, you know what? Johnny's pretty good. I was playing terrible at the time. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I think, I mean, we all should have goals. So I know he has that quote of like football's done. And I want to be a PGA player by 40. Right. Hey, what the hell? You got 12 years. You want to try, go ahead. I mean, I think that's almost impossible, but who am I to say? Maybe yeah. you can, yeah. uh, but no, he, he's good. Like he's, I'd say he's like a solid, probably a solid one, two, maybe. Wow. Like he's good. I could give him a good run for my run for his money. If I was playing like playing well, which I haven't been, uh, but no, he's good. I mean, he hits it. He bombs it. I mean, it's easy to see when I was playing with him, like he is, he's athletic. There's no doubt about that. And I mean, you just watch some of his highlight films in football. You can tell he's an athlete. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Hmm. And you know what, on a total side note, he was, I, I, when I played with him, I showed up, I'm like, Oh boy. I'm like, you know, cause all, I only know Johnny Manziel from the stuff that I see in the news. That's it. I never met the guy before in my life. And so your pre preconceived notions. And I was like, Oh boy, I'm like this, what is going to be going on in this group? And he could not have been a better dude. He could not have been more polite. He was, he was not what I expected at all. I, I actually, I really enjoyed my time with him. I thought he was a really good dude. He was well-spoken. Like, like I said, it wasn't what I expected at all. It's good to hear when you hear things like that. Cause yeah, you, you know, the media does so good at just needling guys over and over and paints this yeah. picture and then you meet them and they, it totally turns it around. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah. Like he was very, we, we sat around and had, a, had like literally for like, you know, grabbed by teeth after. And he was like, he was very open with, I know we're getting off golf here, but he was very open with like, you know, what happened in his career. And like, he's actually, he like taken responsibility and, now, like I said, long story short, I was very, very impressed. I'd, I'd play golf with him or hang out with him anytime. So you being a, a member at, at Whisper Rock, I would love to just be a fly on the wall sometimes in uh, the clubhouse or in the dining room. How did you get into <laughs> Whisper Rock, and uh, who, who are some guys that you usually play with? Uh, I kind of bounce around. I'll play with anybody. But uh, I would say how I got in, um, when I retired, I came down here uh, basically to golf. And uh, Ray Whitney, there from Fort Saskatchewan. Also, we played together at Carolina. He's lit. He lives here. He was a member there, and so I went and played golf with Ray. And Ray was like, "Get a membership." I'm like, "Well, yeah." I'm like, "I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to be here for a while." And so he, it was it was perfect for me. Whisperock was right. He's like, "You got to join Whisperock." So I put my papers in. Had to wait a couple months. I think I think I put them in in June. Drove to Calgary. And then they, they let new members in if they do like in October, the, the following October after the summer, that's kind of when the season starts here or whatever. Uh, so I got in, so that was seven years ago. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been fun. I mean, you get to play with Ray. Uh, I mean, I haven't been around much the last few years cause I've been in Calgary, but like the guys I play with would be like Ray, uh, like for people that guys, uh, the listeners would know, uh, Mickelson's old caddy bones, Joe Scovern, Fowler's caddy. I get out there with Colt Nost. You get out. I mean, the John Rom thing was a very, you know, that was kind of a, that might happen again. Who knows? Everyone's Graham Dillette when he was here. John's a member here. Yeah, he's got a couple of memberships, but yeah, he's he's up there. I think he plays a lot at a place called Silverleaf because he lives on the golf course, I think. Okay. But yeah, he comes up. It's about 15, 20 minutes between Silverleaf and Whisper Rock. So 
Yeah, no, there's tons of Jamie Sidlowski. I'm trying to think of local guys. Jamie Sidlowski is a member there from St. Paul, Alberta, the long drive guy who plays on the McKenzie tour. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole – I'll play with anybody. I don't care. So talking when I'm about, playing bad, I just, I just leave my ball in the bush. So when I'm playing with good players, I hit it sideways, it stays there. I give it like a cursory 30 seconds and it's to the next tee. That's funny. Uh, talking about Ray Whitney, you just did a sandbagger with the uh, Chicklets boys. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I yeah, watched it. Actually, it. I, fucking Whit was uh, – or I guess was it Ryan Whitney was uh, – yeah. he was sandbagging a little bit. He didn't let you play to your cap. What was going on there? Well, that's what I don't get with Ryan. I mean, and he called me like when we were setting it up, he's, he's like, what's your index? I'm like, I'm a 4.5 or 4.6, whatever it was. He's like, no way you're lying. And wouldn't respond. I go, what do you mean? I'm lying. I'm like, you want to look at my scores? I got this Gin app right here. I'm like, go ahead and go through them. I'm like, wait till you see me play. Should be higher. And uh, anyways, he's used to me being over. He's used to him not being as good a golfer as he is now. When I was, I said on that sandbagger, I'm like, this guy's got a full-time swing coach on the payroll. He's gotten way better. He used to be a, like me. Now he's he's way better than I am. Hmm. Uh, so he just didn't really get it through his melon that it's like, dude, you've gotten a lot better. I'm trying to get better, but I'm not there yet. Right. I'm like, you can watch it. And then plus I was like, I didn't say this on there, but I just, when we filmed that in mid, uh, mid-January, and I, so I also hadn't touched the club because I got COVID on January 1st. So I was fresh out of COVID, mm. which is an excuse. Regardless, I was a 4.6 anyway. But we should have, Ray and I should have pounded those guys. That, that match should have been over on 13, but <laughs> we let them hang around a little bit. Well, Ray let them hang around a bit. I was in the desert half the day, but Ray Whitney is, for anybody that watched it, Ray's, Ray's ad, he is as advertised. He's, he's, he's very good. He's a scratch. I think, I think there he was a 0.6. Yeah, Ray's never hired in a one. Depending on the course he's playing, when he goes up to Gaza Ranch in the in the summer in Idaho, I think he gets it to like a plus three. Obviously, the course is a lot easier um, than, than Whisper Rock, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I, I got to give credit to Biz. Biz scrapes it around out there. Like I don't even think he really. I think he likes to golf, but he hates golf. If that makes sense, right? Uh, but I got to give him credit. He's out there beating it around. He's got a great attitude. Uh, we had fun. It was a good time. I'm glad we beat him. I would have been. I would have been kind of pissed if we didn't. Uh, and they they told me to pick a partner, and obviously hockey related. Yeah. And at first, Ray was a little concerned because he works. Ray works for the NHL. He does like player. I don't know what, what are they player safety they call it? whatever. He suspends guys is what he does basically. Oh, he's one okay. of the guys, one of the group. So he was a little concerned at first. He's like, "Well, he's like, I know what spitting chicklets is. I've seen some of it. Like, I'm like Ray. We're just gonna go play golf. You don't have to." It's not going to be anything crazy. They're not going to put you on the spot. I'm like, I'm like, Ray, I, I can't stress this enough. I need you big time. I want to win this thing. I can't win it without you. I need you. So I basically just begged and pleaded until he's like, all right, fine. I'll play. I'm like, thank God. That's funny. Well, it was entertaining to watch those guys. It's good that they, you know, a lot of us hockey guys, you know, golf was the other sport that we played growing up. Right. So it's, it's yeah, nice sure. that they kind of merged the two and uh, yeah, the content they're putting out was good. So it was just funny time that your episode was just released. I didn't realize they shot away back in January, man. That's a long time to sit on something. Yeah, no. Yeah. They came out. I think they kind of, I think they just did sort of the same thing out in Florida. I don't know if they did sandbags. Yeah. They like, they came out here for, I don't know, two weeks, something like that. Biz lives here, but the rest of the guys came out and the production and all that, the camera guys. And then uh, they film them all. I, like the day before, I think they played Doan and Nash. I don't know if they played any others. I'm not sure. They might have had somebody after us. But, yeah, they just bang them all out and then kind of, 
I don't know how they decide when they release them, but kind of whenever there isn't much content, I guess. I don't I have no idea. Fair enough. Well, I know in just doing our own production, it takes a lot of time. It's a lot of time consuming to put all this uh, stuff together. So whoever's doing it's got a big workload. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, they were saying that with the, with the sandbagger. I was talking to the guys, like the guys that edit it. And they were like, I'm like, how long does it take to do this? Because you're squeezing like four hours down into one. You want to get rid of the stuff that, you know, that's boring. Uh, and they were like, yeah, it's a solid, it's a full day's work. Like if we're like going at it hard, I'm like, yeah, good for you. So good for them. I thought it turned out well. It was funny. They got the drone going. They got some cool, they've gotten a lot better with like the drone stuff and the music. And yeah, I thought it was funny. I watched, I laughed. Um, something I saw on your Instagram was a whole bunch of fireball. You're pumping fireball, which might be one of the best birdie juices out there. What's the affiliation <laughs> with, uh, with those guys? That's a good question. Actually. I don't know. I was talking to, uh, they messaged, they emailed me in December wanting to do cause Canada is, or sorry, fireball is out of Louisiana. I might screw this up a little bit, but fireball is definitely coming out of Louisiana, but I think it's made with Canadian whiskey or something like that. It has a Canadian tie and fireball they were saying is huge in Canada, but they don't really have like a presence or they were looking to do something with, with like kind of a Canadian touch to it. Um, so I don't know. They came up with me. I don't know if that was the best choice. I did a couple little things. But to be honest, I don't know if I'm still doing it or not. Oh, okay. I don't know. But basically, yeah, I, we just had some fun with it. A guy from Calgary, he was in Alabama, came out film. We just kind of, so I don't know if it's still going on. I, I don't actually haven't got paid. I didn't even have a contract <laughs> or anything. So I'm not sure what's going on for now. It's just a couple of Instagram videos. Well said, hopefully they pay you. Fireball tastes, fireball tastes a lot better. I got to say, yeah, they, yeah, hopefully if I do anything more, they better. I got to say, I enjoy fireball more in Canada than I do in Arizona. That makes sense. It gets I, I like warm. it personally more when, yeah, like taking a shot of fireball when it's 95 degrees Fahrenheit outside. It ain't really my cup of tea when it's a little bit cooler. I like that more 60s, 70s, whatever, something like that. Like nice Canadian golf weather when it's not real hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it's a little tough to stomach when you're sitting out in the desert. Yeah. I'll tell you for me yeah. anyways. No, thanks. It is good stuff. So what we'll do, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up pretty quick cool. here. We're going to just recap our master's pick. So you are hundred percent going sure. with Bryson. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to this. I can't get away from him though. Yeah. I want to get away from him. I'm, I'll go a hundred percent with Bryson. Uh, yeah, that's my final pick. I'm, yeah, if I have to pick one, put me down for Bryson. I also would really like to see my boy, Justin Thomas win yep. too. But as far as picks go, give me that dork Bryson. Okay. Yeah. You got the you better hit it straight. You shit on him in November. So he, he owes you one. I did. I did. He better be pounding that driver over the corners and hitting fairways, or at least keeping him in between between the tree lines. I'm going to put my final money on uh, someone who might be the hottest golfer in the world right now in Jordan Spieth. Coming off the win, mm. I think I think the return of mm. Spieth is back. He's arguably one of the best putters in the PGA, one of the best putters maybe of all time. I think for someone putting on fast greens and like what uh, uh, Joe is saying that and Colt saying that these greens are faster than they've seen them, I'm I'm thinking that Spieth might get uh, get another green jacket here. Yeah, I tell you what, as far as the odds go with, with the little Earl Grey thing, I don't have the Vegas stuff up, but 
He's headlining team three. So according to the odds slash what's going on, he's, yeah, team three means he's right behind DJ and, and Bryson as far as odds go. Yeah, I got the I Vegas like odds. Pick. I like Jordan Speed. Yeah, Vegas odds are, uh, yeah, he's fourth. So it goes DJ, uh, Bryson, JT, Speed, Rom. Yeah. And then yeah, okay. uh, Rory, so Kennedy, Pretty much the same Coffee. thing. What do you think of yeah, – uh, This one has Kepka. Yeah, that was my we last question. Yeah, but no, before we get out of here, I want to I hear what your thoughts on Kepka. That uh, he you know had what? knee surgery, now he's back. So I just heard him talking right before I came on here. They were interviewing him or whatever. Uh, I'm surprised he's playing. I can't say I, I was like paying – I like Brooks Kepka. I like watching him play. I think he's awesome. But I can't say I know exactly what's going on with his knee. All I know is he had some procedure done. I heard him say uh, that he can't – something in his kneecap and he can't really bend over. But then I heard his swing coach told the guy that Brooks is striping it, but he can't really bend over. So I don't know if he can't – I don't know if somebody's going to be picking the ball over out of the hole for him. I guess he'll just kind of one-leg it with one straight straight leg. But, um, yeah, I mean, normally, I, yeah, I, I would – if he was healthy – he would definitely, for me, he would be a guy I'd be like, yeah, I could, I would think about definitely picking him. I think he'll win one for sure at some point. Uh, I'm going to let it slide though this year with the knee injury, hasn't played. Like I said, wouldn't be surprised if he's in the mix. I mean, the guy's unbelievable, but I'm going to let that one sleep this year, I think. Fair enough. Well, Mike, I really appreciate you hopping on with us to do this for the second time now. You were uh, batting a thousand, so I might have to put a couple, uh, put my weekend allowance. On I should have re- retired. Bryson's going to let me down. I'll be batting 500. <laughs> Bryson's well, going to open up with like a quad and I'm going to be in trouble. Well, if he wins, you're coming back <laughs> on next year. Sounds good. I'll come on anyways. Okay, guys, that wraps up another Masters podcast. You got our picks there, so if you're looking to bet some money, I would follow Commies. He likes Bryson, so take Bryson DeChambeau. And if you want to bet my picks, uh, you know, I don't win a ton of money golfing, so maybe don't. I pick Spieth, so maybe that's kind of a, uh, a bad idea to pick Spieth, but hey, who knows? So I would bet with Commies if I was a betting man, which I am, so I'm going to put some money on uh, Bryson. Thanks so much for following us. I hope you guys enjoy the Masters. Hope you won a whole bunch of money, win all of your golf pools, and we'll check in with you next time.